0: I've made my life a bit more awesome lately by making to do and don't do lists. It's 10 things I want to be sure I do and 10 things I want to be sure I don't do each day and it makes me overall happier and have more fulfilling days. The goal of today's podcast episode is to inspire you to make these lists that you put on your bathroom mirror and you do your best to follow every day. It's like the best practical way to do the things you know are best for you and avoid the things that waste time or make you feel crappy or anything else negative. It's a great way to keep your goals front and center each morning and keep your priorities straight. First, we're going to make your list. Then we're going to make you stick to it. What do you want more of? What do you want less of? What habits do you need to kick? What habits do you want to start? It's all on these two lists that give you laser clear direction for the day and help you stay aligned with what's really important to you. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are making your to-do list and your don't-do list that are going to live on your bathroom mirror. I'm telling you, I love this. You are gonna love this. This is not your traditional to-do list. This is not, you know, call to order a cake and this is not schedule a doctor's appointment or a dentist appointment, not at all. This is a list of things that you wanna do each day that make you feel good and a list of things you don't wanna do because they don't make you feel good or they don't move you towards your goals. So I read so much and I listen to so many different things and I watch YouTube videos. I mean, I fill all my, my. if I'm cooking, I'm learning, I'm always trying to learn. But the problem is it becomes so many concepts and it's like, how do you implement that? Like, yes, I need to do less of that habit and more of that habit. I love reading habit books. I really, I went through a series and I read Atomic Habits. I re- read quite a few habit books on adding in new routines to your life and habits that fulfill your life and how to get rid of habits that don't serve you. But it's hard because, yeah, but how do you take what's on the pages and actually insert it into your life? So in my phone, I save notes when I have a revelation or maybe like I have a personal fail and I'm like, oh, lesson learned. Let's write this one down. Or if I'm listening to um, a podcast or an audiobook and I'm like, yes, that is gold. I'll write down the lesson, or yes, that's what I need. How how was I thinking about that backwards? But the problem is, then there's notes in my book, there's notes in my ideas book in my purse, there's notes in my folder, there's screenshots of different things from social media, um, little saved posts in my in my Instagram, um, like the back end of Instagram. It's like everything's all over the place. How do you make it practical so you implement these things into your life? I like simple. I think complexity kills. Efficiency—it—it it kills actually implementing things and getting things done. I like to dial things down to where they are so simple and in your face. So that's why I put two lists on my bathroom mirror. And it's funny—I do crazy things all the time. Not that—that's this, that this is that crazy, but I'm doing like weird things all the time. My husband doesn't even ask at all. I'm like, if he had new things on the mirror in the bathroom, I'd be like, hmm, "What's up, bud? Like, what is this all about?" He doesn't even ask anymore. Just a side note, but. These have been game changers. It's 10 things that you want to do every day and 10 things that you don't want to do every day. So, when I was doing this, when I was writing the notes for this, I was like, Am I going to share my list? Like, they're kind of personal. But then I'm like, Well, yes, I have to share my list because you need the real examples to kind of understand. And since you kind of know me, it kind of fits in so you can kind of see how to really do it. And also, that's what it's all about. It's about really putting your priorities on paper. So, I'm going to get into my list, but first, let's talk about how to make your list. Now, first, your list may change. For me, it changed a little bit and now I have like my solid list where this list these lists are going to be there for a while, and I think the only thing it's the only time it will change is when I master something, so it doesn't need to be there anymore. So, on my don't do list, I have some Habits, some kind of like, I guess, quote unquote bad habits or things I just know I don't want to do. So I'll keep them on there until that just becomes routine. That's natural that I don't do that habit. And then I'll bump it off and add something else just for growth and progress. But I think the best way to make your list is to brain dump, right? Get a blank piece of paper, draw a line down the middle, do two columns, right? What do I want more of and what do I want less of? Start there. Then I'd write down, I'd do another page. What are my worst habits and what are my best habits? And I think between those two brain dump pages, you will have everything you need to know if you are super honest with yourself for making these awesome lists. Now it might make you some time to get it down As I was making, I made my kind of first version. Then I listened to some of my favorite people in business and in life and went back to a couple audio books and clips. And like, I really kind of honed down, what are my priorities right now? What do I need to focus on? What do I need to be reminded of? What, What do I wanna make sure stays balanced? And for me, it's the best reminder. So one of the things actually on my don't do list is no screens at wake up. And that's, I kind of replace any I used to, especially when I owned Million Dollar Tan. I would wake up and I would check my email because I'm like, I want to know if there's a fire I need to put out or if there's a problem with, you know, overseas vendors or something, emails that would come in in the middle of the night. I want to know at the beginning of the day. I would always kind of check in and just see what I missed. Now, never. Instead of doing that, I brush my teeth and I read. Even if I know, by now I know my list, I read through each one because the act of reading through each thing just is like, yep, okay, yep. It just makes it real for that day. Like today is a brand new day. We're not just gonna live on autopilot and do the same things we always do because we've always done them. We're gonna wake up and say, okay. And this is what I say. I say like, as I'm brushing my teeth, today I will, and then I read all the do's. Today I will not. And then I read all the don'ts and it also, I'm kind of like making a promise to myself and listen, I'm not perfect. We're never going to nail all these things. And sometimes also life gets in the way. Like one of my don't do's is don't eat after 7 p.m. I just know how the body works and how digestion is our biggest form of energy exertion. And so if you can stop eating, you know, a few hours before you go to bed, it's so much better for your body. Plus I just feel better. But sometimes life is life is crazy, and sometimes I'll be you know crazy busy until seven p.m. and then I'll start cooking my thing. So it's not always I don't I'm not hard on myself if I don't hit everyone, but I just know this is the target, and let's get as close to that as possible. So if we have to eat beyond seven at seven thirty, it's not nine because I know I feel better, I sleep better, and my body performs better. So it's all those things. Also, I think we all know a lot of things that we quote, should do. Oh, I should do. I should do more of that. I should do less of this. I shouldn't let myself get distracted. Oh, I shouldn't spend three hours on Netflix when I have all these other things that feel unfinished or unfulfilled in my life. Whatever all that is, brain dump it down. Brain dump it out. For me, a lot of the focus is always on health and longevity and nutrition and fitness just because physically to be able to do all the other things in my life, um, keep a strong business running and be active and have lots of energy for my kids and have a clear brain, not be foggy, a lot of that to me comes down to body and how you take care of the vessel. So a lot of my to-dos and don't-dos are related to that. And even though there aren't specific things on my list right now that are like um, specific to the most important people in my life, my kids and my husband and my friends and family and things like that, even though that's not on the list, a lot of these things, I mean, basically all of them support my function with them, my relationship with them, how I'm able to show up for them, all that kind of stuff. So. Even though, like I said in the intro, these will help you stay clear on your priorities, even though if kids is not listed on there or whatever it is that's really important to you right now or in the big picture, it's all the habits that you wanna do and you don't wanna do so that you can be good in all the things that are important to you. So here is, so you're going to brain dump your lists. You're gonna write out all the things and then your goal is to create 10 do's and 10 don't do's that you think would make you feel your best, that would show up the best, that would feel the most rested and you know physically and mentally strong and happy. If there's things that are negative in your life that are dragging you down, let's get those on the don't do list. And I'm telling you, by brushing your teeth, looking at them first thing in the morning, no distractions, no social media, no emails, no scrolling, you just focus on those. This is what I'm gonna do today and this is what I'm not gonna do today. It's so simple, it's brilliant because it takes everything you've read and listened to and learned and it takes, you know, I almost love failing because it's like the strongest lesson but you have to turn it into a lesson otherwise it was just a fail. To me, a fail is not a fail unless you don't learn from it, you gotta turn it into a lesson and so I put those on my list too. All right. Here goes. Let me start with my to-do list. The things I try to do every single day. Get 7 to 8 hours of sleep. Hydrate and electrolytes. So for me, I believe so much in hydration and I want to make sure I get one greens and hydration drink every single day because I just think that sleep and hydration are two of the most underrated things and it determines so much how your body performs and how you think. So Seven to eight hours of sleep, hydration with electrolytes. Next, lift weights. A lot of times with my workouts, it's much easier to just get on the treadmill and run five miles because it's almost no thinking I can put on an audiobook and I just go. But I know for me, I want to be strong. I want to build muscle. So for me, it's lift weights. And when I can, when I have the strength and when, you know, I'm not when I'm not injured, um, lift heavy. Next high protein diet. Um, If you've listened to my podcast on longevity and being awesome when you're on 100, I believe so much on lifting weights, stretching, and eating protein. I think those are the three biggest things you can for functioning well in your 90s and beyond. So that's my next one, high protein diet. No sugar, very little booze. Again, for me, I just know my body. And now at the age of 41, I just know that I function best with zero refined sugar and little booze. So I really limit the, I just, I only will have, will, only will have drinks if it's a celebration these days, just because I know I function better and I feel so much better. And then no refined sugar. I still eat plenty of things that I consider sweets, um, fruits and watermelon and berries. And I also make lots of different things with natural sweeteners like honey or maple syrup and not too much of it. Um, So I don't feel deprived in any way, but I'm never eating refined sugar. Next, daily sun. Not being so busy that I don't get outside and get some sunshine and get some fresh air. I think it's so important. Next, solid purpose. Now this changes, but just like for me, the word solid purpose is like, yeah, like hell yeah. I've got my solid purpose. I know what's important to me. Next, no news or negativity. Now, sometimes if something's going on, we'll flip on the news, like not to be completely unaware of what's going on, but not to be a household where like you wake up and you have the news on and then after dinner, you have the news on and there's just so much news that it's hard to see outside of it. For me, I've just, I'm in a space right now, no news, no negativity, no negotiation, that's it. Next, focus on consistency. I've really learned it's not always about like, okay, what's a new new solution or a new answer? Or let's try something new. Sometimes it's just trying the same thing for longer. Focus on consistency. It doesn't always have to be a new idea. Just do it for longer. It gets hard. It gets boring, but consistency equals results. And the last one is get in your 10s. Every day, I wanna wake up and get in as many 10s as I can. If you haven't heard me talk about 10s, it's just like those things that to you are a 10 out of 10. Um, A delicious, yummy coffee or a salad at lunch. You can tell I focus a lot of my 10s on food. Or maybe it's reading a story to your child in bed at night. Maybe it's calling a friend while you're driving. It's getting in a workout. It's buying buying, um, whatever it is, buying something that you've been wanting, whatever it is. Sometimes it's a 10 second thing. Sometimes it's a two hour thing. Maybe it's getting a once a week um, deep tissue massage that just like makes you like re-energizes you. Maybe it's doing the sauna, um, mental or physical, or it could be work or personal, all the different things. Get in your 10s. As many of those things that make you feel alive and energized, get in your 10s. So those are my to-dos that's posted up on my bathroom mirror. I read it first thing when I wake up. Here are my don't-dos. No screens before bed no screens when you wake up don't eat after 7 p.m. no scrolling for more than 10 minutes i think a lot of these a lot of these things on the list Can really help us hack things where we're like, oh, I just, you know, I I looked up and I just spent two hours scrolling on social media. Like, what a waste of time! I could be getting more sleep, or I could be calling someone, or spending time with someone I love. It's just so easy. Like that dopamine rush is real. It's just so easy. So I tell myself, no problem. If you want to check, if you want to like check in with what people are doing, or you know, look online, check out for a second. It's never more than ten minutes. Scroll, but it's never more than ten minutes. So that way it's like, it's not off limits. It's not like remove the app from your phone. It's just like, look, but just for a quick amount of time and then on to the next thing. Next, don't procrastinate or get distracted. For me, this, especially in business when things are hard or like I just have an overwhelming, like I just wanna, I wanna work really hard. So for me, I will always have this on here. Don't procrastinate and don't get distracted. It's so easy to push off the hardest thing till the next day and then the next day and the next day. Or for me, distracted doesn't come and like all of a sudden I'm watching a TV show, it's all of a sudden I'll take, we, I'll just kind of take a small task and I'll let it. I'll let it turn into a bigger task when it doesn't need to be. That kind of leads into the next thing. Take too long on things. Don't take too long on things. This has been a huge shift in my life in like the last three months. Everything's got to be fast, and not like in a panicked pace, but like like I talk about on the podcast all the time. Good is good. Sometimes a something can just be done in 30 minutes. It doesn't need to be a 4-hour thing. So for me, don't take too long on things because I just have so much I want to do in life. I can't spend way too long on any one thing. So don't take too long on things. Next, don't doubt yourself. I like this one. This isn't I'm not really in a season where I feel like I need this massively, but I just like that daily reminder, hey, don't doubt yourself. You got this. It's like you're, you know, you're your own cheerleader. Don't doubt what you're doing. Don't doubt even when you have little fails, just don't doubt yourself. Next, don't run on routine or autopilot. It's so easy for the days to feel like Groundhog Day. So I like this reminder, don't just run on routine. Don't just go on autopilot. Like, be alive. Like, Pay attention to what's going on around you. Have a conversation with someone you've never met before or you know, make the car drive like super fun and silly. Don't just get on autopilot to where we're just going through the motions. Like live the day. Next, don't forget to laugh or smile. I put this in because I have busy days and I don't just wanna be like checking to-do lists and tasking things. I know that I need to make sure I'm, laughing and smiling and relaxing and engaging and fully listening to the stories that people tell me. And even though I feel like I have a lot to do and high expectations of myself and in in, in all the things that I want to do, you also still want to be you and the lighthearted part of you. So for me, I need to put on there, don't forget to laugh and don't forget to smile I did a podcast about what to do when you're nervous and I just love the idea of it and the whole concept was just smile. Like if you're just not sure what to do in, different, in certain situations and you're nervous, just smile. It instantly changes your body competi- composition. It changes how other people look at you and react to, to you. I just love it. So for me, don't be so busy being busy that you forget like what life is all about, connecting with your people and laughing and smiling. So those are my to-do's and my don't-do's. Oh, one more, one more, my very last don't-do. Do Do not create hurdles for yourself that do not exist. I've been talking about this lately on podcasts because in the business mentoring that I'm doing with women, I realized that we all do this in life but i mean in business but also in life we create hurdles that don't really exist maybe someone else put that idea there or we put that idea there like this is the most amount of money i can make like my i can make 20,000 a month and that's kind of where i max out or um for me i can lift on my my tonal my favorite workout machine i can lift 10,000 pounds a day and that's my max And this, like two days ago, I was like, why is 10,000 pounds my max? Like, why? Who decided that? How about 20,000 pounds is my max? I don't see as many results as I want to. Like, I wanna look and feel stronger than I do. How do I do it? With consistency and I don't create invisible hurdles that don't exist. It takes me so long and I wanna quit halfway through and I wanna go on to something else because I'm not good at things that are slow but I know that I don't want to create invisible hurdles for myself and not just physically, but by doing that in the gym, I'm showing myself that like if, if there's a barrier, most likely I put it up or someone else maybe inadvertently put it up, but that doesn't mean it actually exists. So that's on my list. Do not put up hurdles that don't actually exist. I think this serves us so much. I need to do a podcast on just this because I think this can serve us in so many ways, so many ways that we limit what we're capable of um, because we just don't see beyond this hurdle that's not really there. And like I said, in my business mentoring, we, uh, we work on so many things and such crazy things. And women, I mean, of course, it's so much easier when you're when you have the outside perspective, right? When you have the benefit, like like you're a drone over, you can give, you can see outside, and so someone will say, well, you know, this. Like I said, someone will say, well, I'm right now. I'm um, with my with my consulting service, or with my. Say we're doing. Let's take for example someone who does social media paid ads as their job. Okay, so this person makes, and this is just an example. I'm just kind of making up just to kind of put it practically this person um, has four clients a month they charge five thousand dollars per month to maintain their social media paid ads and so they make twenty thousand a month. so they come to me and they say okay well I'm maxed out I can I make twenty thousand a month but that's the most that I can make um, and my job is to come in and be like, well who says? Well, you know, I ha- that takes up all my time, right? But how do we know we can't make things more efficient and streamline and make processes so that you could actually make 40,000 a month. You could actually do double just by and not and providing more value if any, not less value to these to these people that you're serving, but by creating systems and being efficient and having an assistant who does some of the things that we can train to do things exactly how you do them. But maybe that that number that you told you tell yourself is twenty thousand a month, which I get because you don't have any more time unless you want to just have zero personal life at all and have no work life balance. But how? But the thing is, is like she would have never seen beyond that chant that that twenty thousand number because she's like, I just she's put it there. So it's like it's like there's a hurdle that's there, but it's not really there. It just takes someone to just like give one little kick. It's like well, I just kicked it down. So. Let's freaking go, you know? And then we streamline and we automate some things. We eliminate some things that aren't necessary. We have an assistant do some things for you that make us more efficient, that don't even cost that much. And we can literally double the revenue brought in by breaking down invisible hurdles. I'm obsessed with it. I think we, we do it in all parts of our life, but we don't even realize. Um, like, yeah, there's just so many ways with, with maybe if you're struggling to lose weight, and you say, yeah, but I could never not eat um, bread with my meals or whatever it is. But like, that's an invisible hurdle. That doesn't really exist. Like, yes, just replace it with something else that feels as satisfying. If you feel like um, you need to lower your carb or bread intake in order to kind of reach, reach your weight loss goals or make progress toward your, your weight loss goals. I think all the time we tell ourselves these stories of things that aren't actually there. I see so much progress in my, in the coaching that I do that I need to have it in my life too. And by having these do's and don'ts lists, I'm telling you, it just gives me this really clear focus on the day. And if I go to kind of go, if maybe if I'm tired or, you know, it's like towards the end of the day and I'm like, whatever, I just don't really care. I'm just going to lay in bed and scroll. Like, no, I told myself this morning, I am not doing screens before bed And I talked about this on a past podcast, but I will never let myself be on social media in bed. I think that's one of the most common times when people are in social media, on social media. And I think it leads to so many negative things. First, time wasted. It's so easy to just scroll for two hours before bed and you're winding down. It's entertainment. It's like how we used to watch TV. But also I think it makes us not connect with our partner. If you have a partner laying next to you in bed, it's very easy to scroll on social media. And like I said, kind of have those dopamine hits instead of like connect with or have a special moment with the person laying next to you. I think it can also um, disrupt our sleep patterns, 100% screens before bed, especially if you don't have little blue light glasses on. But I think it can also put us going to bed in just like a, a frame of mind that's not healthy because you see the, of course, as we know, it's the highlight reel. You see the best of all these people, you know, traveling or owning things you might wanna travel or um, someone who's succeeding in a way that you want to, but they are 10 steps ahead of you in your mind. Like just the comparison thing is tricky, but I think especially before bed when we're winding down, when we, you know, wanna feel good and relaxed, I think it can very easily make you feel the opposite. So that's why having these two simple to-do lists, I have them just like little, like kind of like long post-it notes, do and don't do, it just helps keep me on track. And remember that even if you're super busy, you gotta get these things in, you gotta get in your tens, you gotta get outside and get some sun and get some fresh air. And it also helps me when something is creeping in that I don't want it to, like my on my, on my um, don't do, oh, I guess, on my, there's a no, there's no news or negativity on my do list. Well, that needs to move over to the don't list. But my no news and negativity thing, like the minute something negative pops in, I'm like, nope, no, no, not today. I am not doing negative today. It just helps you stay on track and kind of like dodge the different hurdles and the different bombs that come your way all day to stay clear and to stay focused. And like I said, it's the best way, especially if you're a reader put all the things, all the lessons that you've learned and the things on your do and don't list so that you have a clear focus of what you want to do and what you don't want to do each day. So we're not just waking up and going through the motions and living life on autopilot and feeling drained and, you know, driving somewhere and realizing we were zoned out the whole time. Like, how would I even get here? Like, it's just a, such a good way to be reminded of the things that really matter to you, the things that make you feel good, the, make, the things that make you feel alive, and the things that send you forward in the progress of whatever goals you're trying to hit. Um, I really love the process more than the destination. So figuring out how to love the process of what you're doing and what you're working for. And being consistent with the things, even even when they are long and hard and painful, especially, that's the time to lean in and double down and push yourself because I think it makes I think it makes all the difference. And I'm telling you, there's nothing like, you know, sometimes I'll be I won't even be hungry, but it'll be past past seven p m and I'll be like, I'm just gonna go eat a big bowl of whatever and i'm like no i told myself this morning i'm not going to i'm not hungry and i just know i don't sleep as well my stomach feels kind of all knotted up i'm not going to do it i'm not even going downstairs just by making these these promises to yourself in the morning it makes it so much easier to stick to it and remember the things that are important to you. And then, like I said, once you have some of these down and they're just like fully a part of your day, then switch up your list and put in things, you know, whatever season you're in, what do you need to hear each day to keep on track, to keep focused, to keep moving towards your goals and not focus on anything that's not important to you. Um, put that on your don't do list and then stay the hell away from it because you know it doesn't serve you and it doesn't make you happy and it doesn't make you have more awesome days. So let's eliminate it. I'm telling you, making to do and don't do lists that you read every morning, that you have in your bathroom as a reminder is so powerful to stay aligned with the things that are important to you and the habits that you wanna adopt and the habits that you wanna get rid of, all of it. I really hope you will do this today. Brain dump, dump, make your lists, 10 things for each, even if you're not sure about some and you think it's gonna change, just get something up there. And it might take you a couple versions, but then you will end up with a list that brings so much to your daily life because it reminds you of the things you want, the things you don't want, and how you wanna live to be the most awesome. Thank you so much for listening. If you have a second, um, leave us a review on any podcast platform. It really helps our podcast grow. And ping me at Lindsay's Cloud on Instagram. I'd love to hear more ideas of what topics you want me to research and do podcast episodes on. And then, of course, everything can be found at everything.com, including the very cool business, strategic mentoring I'm doing, and starting next year, the new group coaching models that we just launched. So check that out on the website and uh, let me know what you thought of today's episode. Thanks so much and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast.